The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. Welcome back to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And this is the day. This is why you're a Yankee fan. This is its opening day. Congratulations, everyone. We made it through spring training. For all the football fans out there, Bill Parcells, former coach of the Giants, when they get to the playoffs, he'd say, this is why you lift all them weights. And for us, this is why you stay up till one in the morning watching a West Coast game. This is why you bring a personal TV to a random Fourth of July barbecue to watch a random Yankee game. Like no, This is insane. why – well, that's just me. But this is why we all put in the time. Look, being a baseball fan takes ten times as much effort as any other fan. Anybody can sit on the couch on a Sunday for three hours and watch football. But being a baseball fan is a daily grind, and we are now here to cash in. You have to be a true psychopath to be one of us. Here we are. (laughs) Like everybody who's listening to this podcast is also a psychopath. Like there's no one who's listens to this podcast and like, you know, they catch like 20 games a year, maybe, or Hey, if it's on. Probably not. I've wondered about, I've actually wondered about that, about our audience, but yeah, I think it's probably, I feel like we have like, you know, 2,500 to 3,000 or 4,000 just diehard Yankee fans. Like I don't think we have many casual fans yet. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, you are a like hardcore Yankee fan to listen to this podcast because we don't really talk about much else. Um, and I, I just don't think like you, you give up that time, you know, there are bigger Yankee podcasts that, you know, people list, could listen to. Of course, of course. But this is just guys talking about like, we don't do interviews. Like I don't interview anyone. You were like, oh, I could get Chi Chi Gonzalez. You, you thought you could get him. And I was just like, could we have a connection or whatever? And I was just like, yeah, cool. Interview him. Like, I don't care. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Yes to say. Well, funny about that. I, I thought about that. And then the next day he got DFA'd and I was like, maybe I'll wait a little bit. Cause I, I doubt he wants to come on and talk about the Yankees a day after getting. Paid. Oh, see, I thought that's why we were going to talk to him. Cause would be like, yeah, like obviously you were going to get DFA'd. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was thinking that for the off season, but let's, let's get into this. Let's get into this season and the postseason. Somebody that will not be coming on the podcast and will not be pitching for the Yankees again, Mr. Araldus Chapman. 
realized he wasn't going to be on the roster. Either he saw the writing on the wall or somebody told him and he quit on the team, stayed in Miami, did not show up to workouts. Absolutely pathetic, a disgrace. See you later. So what I've seen today is that, I mean, obviously, you know, there was talk all over the internet. People writing articles like Will Chapman do. There was a rumor of him getting DFA'd. Probably it started like two weeks ago. So like it's out there, and you know that. As much as these guys try to say like, oh, you know, I don't pay attention to the headlines. Like you know, if it's he cares trending, what people think too. He's yeah. a guy that looks. And if it's trending that you're going to get DFA'd, you hear about that. So it sounds like he went down, you know, went to Miami from Texas. And called the Yankees and said, am I going to be on the postseason roster? And they said, we can't guarantee that. Like, you got to come. You got to work out. You're competing for a spot. And he said, without that promise, I'm not coming. That's pathetic. And if you've got to ask that question, you know there's a reason for it, right? Like, Anthony Rizzo isn't calling up and going like, well, wait, am I going to? Because he knows because he's been there. He's been performing. He missed a bunch of time. He missed it because he was playing hard, not because he got a, a leg tattoo. And I think this is the time when, like, you know, there's pro- there's a good amount of, like, I told you so's um, from other fan bases about him because of, like, the circumstances and how we got him the first time. But my perspective is. That everybody should, depending on obviously what the level of crime is, should get an opportunity to still like live a life, right? So he got accused of domestic violence one time, fired a gun, like all that stuff. I said about Domingo Herman too, like if he can make amends and be a better person and learn from it, like there's no like you can't earn a living, you know, like you have to live. Yeah. Uh, you do it more than once, someone should take you back and, you know, take care of you. So I think the the Yankees gave him like that opportunity. Then, yes, they traded him, but they traded him to a World Series contending team. He's a part of that franchise's history, brought him back on a huge contract, kept giving him contracts. And like, I mean, it's never been lights out with him. It's never been like what? No, nothing was going to be Mariano, but like. Yeah, so he pitched well for us at times. Let's like it's he did, been, yeah, no, yeah. no, but I'm just saying, like, he's never been like the fan base never fully loved him. No, you I mean I definitely loved him in like seventeen. I did in seventeen, eighteen. I used to love the flames and the song. Like I got fired up, the siren. It was like, so cool it. to see him throw a hundred. Yeah, it was now. fun, yeah. man. Like sixteen, seventeen, like I'm you know, I'm at the games, I'm sitting behind the play a lot. Like it was crazy to see. But I, I just feel like the fan base never fully connected with him. I think the Yankees gave him every opportunity. Oh my God, yeah. I think he has, I think he's got problems, you know, uh, whether it be like, you know, like some kind of just like self esteem or something like that. You know, I'm not saying like he's a, a psycho. I'm just saying like, you know, insecurities, probably need some therapy, some sports psychologist. One thing that I wanted, I didn't want to tweet this because I don't, mean it in a racist way at all. And I worried that some people would, you know, if you've only had these characters. But him, Cespedes, and um why am I blanking now on the guy from the Dodgers? Puig. Puig. Kind of all like 
I don't know. They all had like weird flame outs of the, out of the league. Now, lots of guys flame out of the league all over the place, but like these guys were stars, all stars that had just like boom really quickly. And I guess there is like, so, there is an age gap, but like it's not ter- a terrible age gap. It's just like a general, it, it feels like it was these guys and like Jose Abreu. But like three, like you know, these guys were a generation of Cuban baseball players. So it seems like all flamed out very quickly, and it seemed like off the field stuff played a huge role in it. Yeah, there was always the guys where you're just hoping they don't get into trouble, like hope, like they, that they can drive from the stadium home without getting a speeding yeah. ticket or without. Chapman and Cespedes both, you know, got pulled over in Cincinnati driving a billion miles an hour. Yes, yes, no, it's definitely it's it's some sort of cultural thing there. But you go back to the Yankees and how they treated him. I mean, they bring him in off of the domestic violence. Uh, accusations and situations they trade for him then they you know he, he they trade him to the cubs he wins a world series they re-sign him give him a big deal then they give him an opt-out in that deal he opts out and they give him a raise all they've done is take care of this guy and i get it like maybe he's upset they we have been so good to him when i say we i mean like cashman Howell and them have been so good to him for him to quit on this team it's embarrassing and the teammates for all of his meltdowns and all of the games that he blew, they they were always supportive of him, never badmouthed him. It's pathetic. Yeah, um, like he just wanted it to be a different situation that only he controlled. Like you're not like, performing. Apparently, yeah. he was never the like once they demoted him, he was just never the same, which makes sense. He's he's an egomaniac. He's extremely insecure. Yeah, know. but like he didn't get demoted because he got injured. He got injured while like not playing well. And then the spot wasn't his anymore and it was his to earn back and he got opportunities to earn back, but he just like, I'm sorry if the sixth inning doesn't matter to you in a close game, why am I going to feel like the ninth inning matters? Right? No, exactly. He could have been the seventh inning guy could have been the eighth inning guy. He never got his control together. And and look, and this is going to kill. I mean, he's also stupid because this is whatever free agent value. What a terrible way to go out. What a terrible way to go out. It really makes no sense. Like you're not helping you. You couldn't go to the fucking stadium and play catch for a day and just shut up. Like it was not a big ask. Just Why go would to- you even go to Miami for a day? Like this is the thing I said about I didn't want Stanton going to California. Yeah, we talked I didn't about want I said I wanted them working out on Friday. They were working out on Friday. I thought it was going to be Saturday. I thought the Friday was a little crazy. But uh, it's good to see that they were there on Friday. But even like like just why why do that? Like the whole season – is to get to this opportunity. Like everything is to get to this opportunity that only so many teams get to. And even if even if you're not on the roster, is it that hard to hang out in the clubhouse, throw a hoodie on and spray some champagne after we, we beat the Guardians? Like it's it's not a bad I, I just I don't like he still could have hung out at the stadium. I, I don't know. It makes makes no sense to me. There is like if he showed up and Whatever they saw, they were like, listen, we're, you know, we're carrying Tyone instead, you know, in case of things. But we want you to throw bullpens. We want you here. Look, there's a good chance that an opportunity comes, like someone gets injured. Like, yeah, our oh bullpens, God, our yeah. bullpens banged up. It's really stupid. It's really short-sighted. But again, he's probably got a bunch of yes men, yes men surrounding him, telling him it's not his fault and well, move on. He, his assistant put out a... um assistant hey, or, yeah like it was just some guy like his personal assistant had like a youtube uh an instagram video 
We were just like, yeah, I just want to apologize for me. And, you know, I'm sure Chapman's sorry, too. You know, Chap, I'm sure he's sorry. Um, You know, we just got to, like, get better and rebuild. And it was just like he was just I'm just taking accountability. But he doesn't say, like, for what? Yeah, no, it's a joke. Let's not waste any more time on this loser guy that's been grinding, wants to be here. And his back is Matt Carpenter. Boone confirmed he will be on the ALDS roster. He homered off Nestor Cortez. Yesterday, let me tell you how I want to use Carp and then give me your thoughts because we talked about this last week. Clearly, there's no place for him to start on the field. I understand that. But again, if you have Donaldson or IKF coming up at any point against a right hander with men in scoring position, I don't care if it's the the eighth inning, the fifth inning, the third inning. If you have that bullet of Carpenter to use against a righty, you use him and then you bring in Peraza as a defensive replacement or shift IKF to third or whatever, because Donaldson and IKF are, are two zeros at the plate. And I want to have Carpenter to pinch it for one of them. If the timing is right, what do you think of that? Yeah. So I think everything aside from like the third inning situation, you unless it's too early. Like, yeah, unless we're, like down, you we're know, down, we're down three, nothing. And there's men on second and third with two outs in the third against a righty and, and Donald IKF's coming up. You don't, you don't want to no, take a shot with carp. I mean, maybe, but probably not. Okay. Fifth inning on like, where, where's your cutoff? It depends like what, what the game is, uh, you know, what the series is at and things like that, but nothing but credit to Matt Carpenter for getting back. I did not, I didn't think it could happen because like he's older too. Um, whether or not he'll be able to have a meaningful impact. Like, you know, I know he's been facing minor league pitching. I know he's been at the workouts. Um, it's tough to come. Like it's tough to come off the bench. It's tough to come off the bench for the first time since August 18th on the, po- in the postseason against yeah. the best pitchers at a packed Yankee stadium. I have this irrational belief in Matt Carr. Like I'm just visualizing yeah. it. Three-run well, bomb into the bleachers, no beer reason. going everywhere. The only reason to not have that is just, like, rational thinking. But if you – to win a World Series and to, like, have these big playoff moments, like, someone has to be magical, yes. right? If you don't have that, you're not going to go too far. He hit 305, 15 home runs, 47 games. And those aren't even, like, full games. Like, you know, that's – a some of these right, are, he pinch hitting half yeah. of those games. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like maybe it just keeps going. Like maybe this is is the magic where he gets the opportunity and he brings us back to tie a game, give us the lead, whatever it may be, get us back into a game. Um, I, what I hope we never have to use it. You know, it'd be ideal if we were just up all the time. <laughs> yeah, but, right. You know, if he's gonna get three, four at bats during this postseason. Hopefully one of them is the big one. I have this spitting image in my head of him just popping a three-run bomb into the upper deck or into the, the bleachers. The place going nuts. People beer going everywhere. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I can see it, man. Let's manifest it. I'm excited that he's back, especially since it looks like Ben Benintendi will not be. Um, but we do have Carpenter back. All right, let's do the rotation. We've been kicking. I feel like this is, you know, baseball. When we were just looking for things to talk about in June or July, we'd be like, what's the postseason rotation going to be? Well, we have it. Cole, Nestor, Seve. It sounds like they're going to go with a three-man rotation, so they're going to bring Cole back on game four, normal rest, and just game five would be a Tyone, Herman, maybe Nestor on short rest combination. Sounds like Tyone's going to be an option out of the pen. What do you think of all that? I mean, that's what we thought it was going to be. Like yeah, that was, yeah. this is this is best case scenario. Yes. Well, Mon- Montas in here, you know, our big acquisition, that would have been 
probably best. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying when we were talking like at the beginning of the season. Yes, yes. This was what it was, you know, what we wanted. Yes, it would be great if someone had bumped Sevi out of there because like Montes was just so good. But like I even kind of forget he exists. Uh, me too. What a loser. <laughs> what a loser. No, but I like this. And and look, ideally they're they're not planning on playing a game five. You can bring Cole back, game four normal rest, and then game five. I mean, I kind of like maybe a combination of Herman. I think you go. I think you go Nestor short rest. You go Nestor short rest, but you have Tyone and Herman ready yeah. to give length as You've well. You've got the arms, yeah. And yeah, and uh, it's all depending on like what happens in the other games. But I can go in 15 innings in Cleveland, you know. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen with when it comes to, you know, extra innings or the, a game where, like, God forbid, there's a game where there's a blowout and you got to eat a lot of innings in that bullpen. Like, our actual bullpen is so fragile that you've, you know, let's say, let's say Nestor gets hit with a line drive in the second inning of game two. You tie out. And it's, it's you know, that's tie out for multiple innings. Maybe with some Herman. It's nice to have him and Herman, two yeah. starters, just ready to give like. Now, Herman has come out of the pen before. I don't believe Tyone ever has. Tyone can only be clean innings. You got to like. Okay. So I think, you know, there are guys who get locked in like I'm a starter. I have my entire. This is what I do all day. You know, or my whole week is based around like I just pitched. I run. I have my long toss. I throw my bullpen. I rest. I, I, you know, I eat this for breakfast. I, eat, you know, da da da. I pitch, and it, and on and on it goes. At a minimum, if you try to do it with a guy who like Tyone's not Randy Johnson, you know, you're not, you're not asking one of the all-time greats to come out of the the pen in Game Five, like in 1995. You are now. You can at least give him, since he'll be out of that rhythm, a clean inning. You guys can come in with a runner on second. You might as well turn around and throw the ball over the fence. Oh, no, for sure. And I was I was listening to um to John Boy and Jake the other day, and one thing that they said was that, you know, it kind of scared them because, like, that's what we did with Hap, and it didn't work because, like, he had never come out of the pen, and then they had that blow. But he Tyone, also sucked. He also sucked. And he's also ball. a mental midget. And, like, yeah. Tyone has had cancer, and he's had Tommy John. I just feel like he's a way tougher more mentally tough dude that can handle it than Jay Happ, who's just a complete pussy. Yeah, I just don't think um, – I just don't – I don't think you're setting yourself up for success if it's not a clean inning. Got, yeah, got to be a clean inning. Remember when Tory told Messina he would only use him in a clean inning and he brought him in with the bases loaded in the uh, 03 yeah. LCS? <laughs> you never know. But, no, I, I do think this is best-case scenario, and – to me, we have to win game one. And in any series, when you have a $324 million pitcher on the mound at home, you have to win game one. But I think it's even more pronounced now because we're not facing their ace in game one. Shane Bieber just threw in the wild card round. Like you have Cole going up against their number three, essentially. Like you have to win that game. Yeah, you can't. Um, yeah, you can't lose the game one when Bieber's not on the other side. Uh, and that's why I like that. They're there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're working out. They're playing. They're probably off today or now. I mean, who they knows? were at the stadium today doing like interviews and stuff, but maybe they weren't working out. Well, I'm just saying like maybe they weren't on the field like they're giving their bodies a rest. But now it's you. We know who we're playing. So yeah, here's, yeah, yeah. here's the let's video. Watch the I bet tape. they're watching film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of video session. Sure. If you want to if you want to hit, 
We've got the cage inside, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're not outside. <laughs> yes. We're yes. not outdoors. Okay. And they're, you know, so listen, the, the offense was buzzing towards the end. We had yeah. a system that worked. Something, ha- something happened that put Judge on base, and then the rest of the guys lit up. And that's what I hope they keep doing. Like, don't, Boone, don't try to be the smartest guy in the room. You tried to be, you know, we created the extra at-bats for Judge, and guess what? It turned around the season. It it stopped the tank. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. That was, that really coincided with it. And again, my only fear offensively, Judge doesn't get anything to hit. Stanton striking out, Glaber's popping up. Like those, it's, it's Torres, Rizzo, and Stanton that are going to decide what happens to this team. Like we know Donaldson and IKF aren't doing shit. It's really those three guys, I think. Yeah. I, so I, I don't know. I just kind of look at it like judge for the last month has been getting on half the time. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've got half the chance. You have 50% chance that Anthony Rizzo's getting up with no outs and one guy on, um, with a short porch waiting for him. Yeah, at least for the first two games. Without that, you've got Judge batting third. You've probably got a two-third chance that he's up with two outs, nobody on. So, you know, there's more pressure on him. They don't have to uh, give him as much to hit. So now he's chasing a little bit. That's when that down and away slider becomes effective versus whether he hits a, a, you know, I'd rather he get on base and we just drive in runs than he's hitting a three-run home run every time that there's two guys on because there's not two guys on every time. Exactly. No, I, and I know I've been banging the drum for Judge and Stanton back-to-back, but with the playoffs and just with the way, with how ineffective Stanton's been recently, I think I would go Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Torres. I saw something where it was like Donaldson at cleanup. Like, what? No. <laughs> he should be as far down. He should be as far down as possible. Yeah, he should be far down and, like, hoping he gets an opportunity to hit a sack fly. Yeah, like, I'm a huge IKF hater, and I almost want to see. I'd probably, at this point, would. Oh, Judge is in the cage right now. They're doing nighttime batting practice. I like that. Well, this is about when the game will be. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, get, get in, the, in rhythm. the rhythm. Obviously, like if you're it. listening to this, the game's tonight, but we're recording Monday night. Um, it's around 6 o'clock. Yeah, get used to those shadows in case we play, you know, 5, 6 o'clock game. Coming up, you never know. Um, logistically, so game one is tonight, if you're listening to this, Tuesday night, 738. Game two is scheduled for Thursday night. There is a random off day between games one and two for the first time ever for no reason. And it is supposed to rain, 100% chance of rain all day and all night Thursday as of now. So let's talk logistics. Yeah, what do you think they get, a 530 game on Friday? I think so. Do you remember me and you in 2019? We were having the same conversation just offline because I wasn't on this podcast yet. And you were driving me and we were like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And they canceled it the day before. I think that's what's going to happen. Like if for a playoff game, they're not having people sit in there for an hour buying chicken buckets. Like I think they're going to cancel it Wednesday. And I think we're going to get like a four or five o'clock Friday game because they're not going to play at 830 when they have to fly to Cleveland and play a game the next day on Saturday. And there's a West Coast game. And there's a West Coast game. Right, right. You were texting me about that. Yeah, I, I would guess I'd say like I guess like 430 Friday. Yeah. So I think they would bump the Phillies. And so there's no times out for the game. Three. Threes. 
No, game fours. No, no game, game three isn't even out yet. The game yeah. threes, there are no times out for the game threes between the Phillies, Braves, and Dodgers, and Padres, but there are games in Philly and San Diego. So I think that you're going to get a 9.30 start, uh, maybe 8.30, but probably 9.30 start for San Diego, and a like early afternoon... Uh, like 3.30 start for Phillies in Atlanta. Okay. okay. But I don't know if they, like, when would they, they would have to call the game on Wednesday to do that. Do you agree with me, though, that they're going to do that? Like, I don't think they're, like, that's what they did for us a couple of years ago. Like, I don't think they want this to linger. I think if on Wednesday morning, if it still says 100% chance of rain all day, thir- like, I don't think they want it to get close. Playoffs are different. Yeah, well, I think that they would make the call on Wednesday because you – so on Wednesday, the – no, yeah, on Wednesday, the National League teams are going to play yes. their game twos. Yes. That'll be done, and they won't know what time their game three on Friday is until you make a decision about the Yankees on Thursday. I don't think so. They'd want to call and be like, boom, this is the thing because – what are you going to do? Tell Phillies and Atlanta and TBS, hey, by the way, on Fox, on a national broadcast, we're going to run at the exact same time that you paid for. Or you're going to tell this already scheduled game, guess what? You're getting bumped down for the Yankees. It's tough to do. So it's either the Yankees play the early game or they make the call on Wednesday. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's going to be Friday. And then you're looking at a situation where you play one game on Tuesday, you have two off days, and then a potentially four in a row. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. It, it's going to be it's going to be wonky. Big advantage. I mean, I don't want to get too into this and, and sound petty, but like definitely a little bit jealous. Like if Thursday gets rained out and we need to play a makeup day game on Friday and then Cleveland gets Saturday and Sunday clean weekend days with clean weather you know, full houses like that's definitely a little bit of a disadvantage. I'm just going to get out ahead of the story. If it rains on Thursday, I reserve the right to rescind my I'm not going to DS games. Oh, if they play Friday, if they're playing Friday, there's a good chance. I just reach out to someone and be like, hey, do you got a ticket? And I could just go work office for a half day. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. But that depends on. And if anyone here knows a lot about Jeeps, DM me at JJ from the Bronx. I have a 2017 Jeep Cherokee. It runs fine. I went outside today to get in it, and the brake is just fucking hard as shit. Like it won't move, and the car won't start. It like it's hard to get to Yankee Stadium with that. Yeah, it like just happened two hours ago, and so been researching online. I called the dealership. I gotta like get it towed over there, but. Some people online said, I'll just get in tomorrow and it'll just doesn't make sense. I'd still have to get it. But yeah. better today than not, than not Friday. No, I won't yeah. be, I won't be going to either. I have, uh, I actually have a wedding this weekend that I am officiating. So I really hope that Saturday is an eight o'clock game. And I've already talked to Jamie. Like once, once I'm, once I say, you know, kiss each other, it's, it's, it's TBS, it's TBS on the live stream. Like there's no like nobody's telling me to put my phone away. I'm I'll sure say, the, I just I'm officiated sure the, the wedding. I'm sure the bride's gonna love that. 
That, well, she's going to love the ceremony, and that, that's what I'm there for, to, to provide the entertainment for the ceremony. Of After course. that. Ooh, Mac Harvey going deep in BP. Yes. Yes, man. Fire, fire me up. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be – I have a question for you. Okay. Let's say the Yankees didn't hold this lead, right, and they lead. had to play in the wild card round. Yes. How would that have impacted – your baby shower over the weekend it looked like it looks like you had a co-ed baby shower yeah we did we did did yeah just so you know i mean your friends resent you for that they're all like what the fuck are we i don't think so we were drinking smoking cigars and your friends are losers um disagree with that you have had the game on but i've had the game on. if the yankees were playing you would have had to make a combination 20 percent i would have had the game on oh would the venue have? It looked like you guys were outside. It was have? a Jamie's backyard, her parents' oh. backyard. Yeah. I oh, done, they did. Yeah. It looked nice as shit. Yeah, that looked, yeah, like yeah. A, that looked like a place you paid for. Oh, good for Jamie's <laughs> parents. <laughs> no, it would have been. I, I mean, th- to be honest, the shower was planned. I, I, it was planned, you know, with assuming we'd have the, with the lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then when it got to like three games, I was like, oh shit, and like you know, this is getting a little too tight. But no, I would have, we would have done outdoor TV and had it on inside. Like Jamie's invested at this. It's not a sell to her at this point. Like she's invested. She wants to win. Yeah, she wants. Yeah, she wants to win. She wants you to get a World Series so she, you'll be in her kid's life and. <laughs> And not angry all the time. Like this is a good like formative years if dad's happy. <laughs> it would be great to welcome a kid in as a world champion. Yeah. yeah I mean, that'd be exciting. I know you were really hoping for that um, oh, yeah. in 2019 and we got really close. Yeah. No, no, I was. And it was just like, I think we all, everybody who knew me was like, yeah, no, that's what, like you were probably like, yeah, we're going to, for the baby, they're going to do it for the baby. Like whatever it is, that'll yes, get it for yeah. us. Like, Any rallying. Well, dude, this is, I've done the same thing about you. I'd be like, oh yeah, Nick's going to bring a baby into this world as a champion. Like <laughs> yeah, if that's what we need, I'll say whatever. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely have a shot. But yes, that was, that was very much on my mind. And, and yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad it didn't, I'm glad it didn't matter. It's funny. So Jamie, this is, you'll, you'll like this. So like on Wednesday, we knew the Phillies were in the playoffs, but we didn't know what time they were playing Saturday. So she set up the shower on like an app where you can like message all guests. And a lot of the, uh, a lot of the guests are obviously like we're Phillies fans. And she sent out some sort of message like it has come to our attention that the Phillies have made a rare appearance in the postseason. So for those interested, if they are playing during the shower, we will have it on. Like it was nice, but it was a subtle shot. I really liked it. Yeah. No. Oh, that's well played. Yeah. Um, yeah, the schedule, it's going to be interesting. Like I, I will say. I don't know what it is. Like, I remember being a kid, and obviously there were less playoff teams or less rounds. You know, I'm talking '96, whatever. So we just have where yeah, we yeah, are yeah. now. Mm-hmm. There was something cool about it being on. It was all on broadcast TV, so it was like Fox, NBC, ABC. Oh, and you were okay, seeing yeah. baseball on channels you don't normally yes, see it on. Yes, yes. Instead of like. I don't know, fuck like TBS. I don't really care that much. ESPN. Like there's just something, something about the playoffs was that it, it was for everyone. Everyone had access to the playoffs. Yes. Even if you didn't have cable. Yes. I thought for it me, cool. it was just Fox. Like I remember growing up, like I started watching like maybe 99, 2000. And I feel like the Yankees were only on Fox. Like my only formative playoff memories are Joe Buck and Tim McCarver. Um, no, I remember like, them playing i remember i learned about like the baseball shadows of the playoffs from bob costas 
Uh, like he okay. would do he's my all-time games. favorite. He's doing yeah. this series. Did you yeah, know yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 cool. It's cool. It's been interesting to see like his K did the uh, Cardinals. That was weird. That was weird hearing him call the Cardinals Phillies. But it was interesting to see. Like I searched to see like what some of the reception was because everybody thinks their guy's the fucking best. Yeah. Right. And then we've complained about when the Yankees have played the Phillies in 2020 and 2021. Oh, those guys suck. We had to listen to these. Yeah. And I, you know, I, you're on the road for work, maybe in your hotel room, you throw something and you're like, what the, these guys fucking suck. And so I wondered, like, do we just think K is great because he's our guy? But it appears that a lot of people really think he's great. I think with the ESPN deal that he has, uh, and being from the Bronx, it's enough to keep, and being the voice of the Yankees for forever is and he's got the radio show he's very well-known guy like nobody knows who the phillies play-by-play guy is like michael yeah. k is a national i've been worried though about yes losing k you think he's i don't think he's that good that like uh i don't know i mean david Cohn is on sunday night baseball i don't think michael k wants another job I know, like, that's what i'm saying i don't think he okay, would want yeah, to yeah. leave i think him being from the bronx getting to be the voice of the yankees like that all helped there is no he has his dream job mm. as long as he's not being insulted financially, which I don't believe he is. And I believe the Yankees create other, you know, avenues for him to, to earn. We don't have to worry about losing him. No, no, I don't. I don't think so either. It did kind of suck only having Cone for for 50 games. Like he's by far the best analyst alongside. Yeah. OK, so that that kind of sucked. I don't know if you noticed they they kind of ditched Maven and Beltron like mid-August. They did. They did. I mean, I think the. Beltron, it was just so atrocious. You still got some Maven late in the season, but Beltron disappeared. Yeah, and and um, I forget what the guy's name. They call him Flip, the guy that runs the Yes Network. Like he says they'll both yeah. be back, but I I'm very hesitant on that. Yeah, I sat next to his son, uh, flying to the London series. You told me, yeah, you told yeah. me. Yeah, okay. and he nice. he was a nice guy. Um, and at the time, Flip was doing a um. They were doing like Facebook lives of like him and the guy who runs yes.com, Kevin Sullivan, just like talking. And I was just like, yo, hey, tell your dad, nobody gives a fuck about what he thinks about. It. Like, just produce the fucking channel. You're not even doing a good job at it. Like, no one really cares about your thoughts. Flip used to be a WWE. Like, he was a huge part of like the really? early, early build of WWE in the late 80s into the early 90s. Solid nickname, Flip. I, I like that. I know nothing about the guy, but that'd be a cool nickname. Uh, Flip. Yeah. Nice and clean. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. 
Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, I'm, I'm really excited though. But again, we have we have to win game one. Uh, especially, imagine if we lose game one with Cole, and then for three days we just have to listen to hear Doomsday, Cole didn't get it done again. Like we are gonna to stew in that for three days would be horrible. I believe that Cole will pitch well. So that I don't have to hear that because I have not made one tweet about the Mets or their fans. I have been very nice and I deserve the same. I did. I did once just because you know what I hate. I'm doing all my karma. It's all karma. Now I'm the most I don't believe in God. I'm the most superstitious person in the world now. All right. I'm just I just got so sick of hearing how Scherzer is this alpha bulldog horse in the playoffs when Garrett Cole has a better postseason ERA than him and and Cole's this choker and Scherzer goes up and lets up 75 home runs on Friday. DeGrom pitched well, though. Um, But yeah, it was I mean, you know, it was great seeing them go down. So me and when they were playing the trumpets down six, nothing. That was insane. And I saw someone try to be. Don't forget when the Yankees were blowing game seven uh in 2003 they brought in with two outs down 10-3 they brought in mariano and they played under sandman but like no one was on the duck like it wasn't a whole like you didn't have mascots dancing with yeah instruments give me a fucking yeah. break and this is like they didn't use to change the lights when like the closer no, came. you no, know it was just a song. yeah that was I mean, we didn't even have that fans. technology i think the old yankee stadium just ran on one light switch like on the wall <laughs> So, yeah, they they were they were really reaching hard. I mean, look, I they I'd be miserable too. like not only did they lose, but they're the oldest team in the league. They have no farm system. And like that entire team is going to be a free agent. So I, I get it. They're they're angry and they're bitter. But we don't have to worry about them. Do not. <laughs> what's your predict? Like, I don't want to do the what's your prediction? But like, I think I think we win in five. I think this is going to be a little bit harder of a series than people think. See, I actually think it could be a sweep. Really? Yeah. Okay. What? Well, why? I think I think they're riding like an emotional high of, uh, you know, fending off anyone chasing them in their shitty division, and then they got, you know, they came in and they they beat the Rays, and it was exciting and it was dramatic the way they went off. They won, and I don't think they're that good of a team. So I think they like they beat the Rays. I don't think overall they're that good. I think that was their World Series. Wow. Okay. I like the Yankees, a- like we beat the Red Sox in 2003, and then we had nothing for the World Series. Yeah, I have a bit of a different take. Ah, uh, their pitching scares me. I think Bieber and McKenzie are. Both I think it's out of order studs. though. I think it. it Still getting order. those two game two and three. Like you'll get Bieber in game two, McKenzie in game three, and Jose Ramirez kills the Yankees. Scares me a little bit. Um, yeah, no, and I, I'm not, I'm not, look, Garrett Cole out of five, 5.22 ERA his last five starts. Like I'm not, I'm not convinced that he's going to just go out and dominate tomorrow. I could see them losing game one and then rebounding, but like, I don't think game one is a lock. I think if we go in game one, Nestor just Nestor 
out finesses. He'll have weird windups and stuff. Gets us game two, and it's just like neck on the, you know. Okay. I, ho- I hope. Neck. I I hope you're right. Um, again, Maybe I'm just saying that for my heart. Like I can't emotion. Like I can't emotionally handle them. Yeah, like we've battled with them. I mean, tw- I know it's all different players, but like I just, I mean, we played them in 2007. We played them 2017 with full crowds, and like their their crowd can be a little bit tougher in the postseason. I've seen some tough tough games on the road there in the playoffs. Like this is a team that we've kind of gone to war with over the past 10, 15, 20, even 25 years. And Francona is a great manager. They're very fundamentally sound. I don't get me wrong. I wanted them. I didn't want to play the Rays, but I don't, I I like, I don't look at this. Like when we play the twins, like if we were playing the twins, I'd say sweep. Yeah. If we were playing the twins, I, I probably (laughs) wouldn't even do a podcast until, (laughs) but no, they should, they should win. We the won series. 99 games in a division that had three playoff teams in it. Mm. And we had an awful August where we dealt with a lot of injuries. Now, I don't know everything about Cleveland's entire season and their injuries. They won 92 games in a division where the next closest team had a 500 record. Oh, no, I know the Central's a joke. Yeah, I get it. I just think, like, the lights are bright. The judge isn't chasing any. There's no distraction. Judge isn't signing a contract during the playoffs. Judge is not chasing any kind of history right now. There's not Cole chasing some strikeout thing. Chapman, the Chapman thing to a certain extent, as much as it sucks that like it sucks that he sucks. It sucks that he's going out in this like just ugly way. But like. To come out when they didn't have to. I don't know that anyone was asking about Chapman. I don't know how it even came up. But to come out days before the roster is due and say Chapman's not going to be here. This is why. Everybody on the team knows it's buckle in time. Yeah, I think it's probably helps. I'm not a big like vibes and energy guy, but yeah. I, I think it probably helps. Like I, I don't think he had a ton of friends on the team. I, I think it might loosen things up a little bit. So, yeah, no, I, I think that's good. Holmes, though. May not be available game one. I mean, the bullpen is just going to be a complete crapshoot. We've been talking about this for weeks. Like, it's And you know what? Then, yeah, let's play just the best available guy for the situation, regardless of inning. Yeah. Let's just do that. 100%. No egos. None of them have an inning assigned to them. Like, all those guys, all the inning assigned guys are gone. Like, Green was an Yo, inning assigned guy. how crazy is it that now that these contracts are coming to a close, we are finishing paying them out. Chapman and Britain both physically able to be in a major like in the bullpen. Neither one of them will be there because Good of ability. Good riddance. Thirty five million for those two. What a waste. What a waste of money. Those last the last two years with them. Let Judge uh, close it. Then give him the thirty five million a year. Well, the more, the, the had more a great he, high school record. Did he? You pitched in high school? Yeah. I guess they all I guess they all did. He's got it kind of. But no, I mean, the more I think about this, I, I think, you know, Herman and Tyone are going to be the first option. Like, I think those are going to be our quote unquote high leverage relievers because we really don't have any. Like, do you consider Efros or Wandy like a high leverage arm? They're they're OK. Well, I don't think Tyone's a high leverage arm because you can't. I don't think you could put him out there with guys on base and just immediately ask him to go from the stretch. But like two one lead in the sixth. Do you go to Tyone to try to get? two or three innings like i think the answer is yes um maybe yeah so like cole goes five innings lets up two runs pitch count gets a little high in game one two it's a three and we're up three two yeah i'd probably go herman first you trust herman more than tyon 
to give us two innings in relief. Yes. Okay. I'm not arguing. I'm just, yeah. Okay. I'm probably indifferent on those two, but no, I could, I could see it. It's exciting stuff. We have a lot of pitching depth and I really, I mean, our one, two, three, this is the best one, two, three that we've had, I think, going into any postseason series ever. That, well, you know, within the past 10 years with this group. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, Mr. Savvy. Yeah, I mean, listen, since the first year Tanaka was here, we just thought his arm was going to fall off any, like, any pitch. Like, every pitch it was going to fall off. So I don't think that there is a – um yeah, I, I, like, I just don't think there's ever been, like, in the last decade, uh, a one, two, three as close. Because we had CC, you had Tanaka. They were rarely good at the same time. Even CC Burnett Pettit. Burnett was a, a complete coin flip. You He might get 15 strikeouts or you could let up seven runs in the first inning. Yeah. I mean, we – it. It was never over like the the length of time, even though like Sevy again, Sevy's pitched like 125 innings in four years. No, nah, I know, but he did. He looked fucking great last week. Seven shut out with what do you have? 11 or 12 strikeouts. His arms fresh. Dude, he had like a 3.1 or a 3.2 ERA. Like I, I know he missed a lot of time, but if you just pull up his baseball reference, like he was pretty solid this year. All yeah, things he, considered. Yeah, he has. I mean. As long as he shows up on time and he's ready to go, I think, you know, he competes and yeah. he stays healthy. And I think he will. You know, I, I'm not worried about him getting injured in the playoffs. 3.118 ERA across 102 innings with a one whip. And he struck out how many per nine? 12 or yeah, 9.9 strikeouts per nine. Yeah, no, really. As long I, as I he can be there, he yeah. can play. I mean, it's the same thing I said. I said about Judge for years. If he stayed healthy, he can play. He stayed healthy, he's played. Cashman said that too when they were asking him about about Judge. He uh, he said the word healthy three times. So yeah. we know when he stays healthy, he can put up these kind of numbers, and he stayed healthy this year. Kind of still calling him injury prone, which I thought, which I thought was funny. But I don't want to talk about Judge and his contract. I'm so fucking sick of that. I don't like doing the whole roster. Who's going to be on? Let's count up to 26 spots. All I'm going to say is I do not want Aaron Hicks on this roster. There's no situation where Aaron Hicks will come in and impact the game positively. Tim LaCastro can pinch run. Marwin can play a bunch of different fucking positions. Peraza can be a defensive replacement. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, that Aaron Hicks can do positively to impact this baseball team in October. I do not want him on the active roster. So I – I'm really curious. So there are a lot of people who say, I think it's going to come down to Peraza or Hicks. Peraza. I think you, so I think Tim LaCastro needs to make the roster. Oh, he's in pinch runner. He's, he's in, I think. Cause then when, cause when Carpenter hits the double, who's going to run for him. Right, 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 right. It's gotta be LaCastro or it'd be the Dave Roberts guy. Like if Carpenter gets a walk, yeah. In the ninth inning. Stanton gets a, a walk. Like, yes. it's, you know, when it's Stanton gets on and it is, and we're down by one and it's the eighth inning, LeCastro's. No, I have LeCastro penciled in already. Yeah. So it's like there's two spots between Marwin, Hicks, and Peraza. Two spots between, well, let's throw DJ in there. He's a maybe. Boone said today he's a maybe. Oh, yeah. I guess if, if DJ. 
I don't so I think Peraz is in, by the way. I think he's locked in too defense. I don't they, I kind of going on a little bit on a lip, I don't think DJ's in. I, I, I agree. I don't think Boone would have been. I think like, he's not Boone loves DJ. I yeah, don't think I think it's just a health so thing. Yeah, I think it's just a health thing. And like maybe if he has another week. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he was. Oh, I mean, he hit a couple of singles in the those last couple of games he played. Like he looked OK. So he looked OK for what like the cameras showed us. Whereas like, you know, when you see him limping around the clubhouse right, or right, in the right. dugout. Or, he hit line drive. I mean, I saw him hit multiple line drives to the outfield. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to trying to see his last his last seven games. No, he's been in 160 in the last seven. I just love DJ. I think I got rose colored glasses on. I know, I know, I know you do, and I totally get it. Yeah, no, like so when he came back, came back against Baltimore, hits. Yeah, he did get. He's he found four hits, came back, but and we got Marwin who hit 185 on the year. Like uh, I I think Peraza over Marwin though, right? Like what can Marwin bring that Peraza doesn't? Like Mar the outfield. only place you can play the outfield. But what in what scenario are we putting Marwin in the outfield? I'm just saying you have object. It it'd be good to in all the roster spots that you have, and I I know that. Cabrera can play infield and outfield, but he's a starter. He's a starter. So you just got to view him as a starting left fielder, yeah. right? You need someone who who can be a utility guy. And Marwin can play all four infield positions, two outfield positions. Yeah, but he plays everything terribly at a 170 clip. So Hicks plays one thing terribly. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm Marwin over Hicks. I would take Marwin over Hicks. For yeah, sure. that's what – the only thing is, like, Hicks has – he'll break your heart. Like, he'll strike out, but he gets to three balls a lot, and sometimes there's a fourth ball. <laughs> that, that is a, that is the perfect Hicks quote. The only – and that's what scares me about Hicks is Benintendi's hurt, and I don't know if you saw this fucking bizarre update about Stanton. He's an option for the in the outfield later on. He's doing – some outfield work, but not catching fly balls yet. So he's what jo- walking or jogging around the outfield. What a bizarre, what is the that most mean? Aaron Boone update ever, isn't it? He's doing outfield. Work. He's doing outfield work, but not shagging fly balls yet. And he's not going to be an outfield option for the DS, but could be down the road in the postseason. I mean, what? <laughs> I think he's been struggling, right? He, he got some, you know, he's found some home runs. I think he's been struggling. And we saw last year, when you get him in the field, he becomes a baseball player. We saw it early in the season, too. When you play the field, he's a baseball player. And I can imagine, I can see a world where Stanton looks at everything that's going on on the team and goes, let me do some workouts during the DS. Maybe eventually I'll catch some fly balls. And I would like to play the outfield in the ALCS in the World Series, maybe it's not every game. Get my groove back. Let me be a baseball player. If I get injured, if I get injured playing well, it's better than me not playing well and just being an automatic out. And I have the whole offseason. Like, we we take extra time on his injuries and his recoveries to get to the postseason. For this. We're here. 
But how? But he's healthy enough to what? Walk around in circles in the outfield, but not catch fly I, balls. You can't. You're tr- reading too much into Aaron Boone being a moron. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That no, that's a very. That's a very accurate statement. I, I guess so he's, he's running more. Like he's just he's running okay. more, and maybe he's out there. Like, is he out there during batting practice and he's just not doesn't have a glove? He's not if a ball's hit at him, he's not catching it. Just that's what sense. I'm asking you. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that update, but we don't have to decipher um, the, these boonisms. One stat was looking through some stats. Did you know we were number one in stolen bases allowed only 49 this year? I did not know that combination of, I think, coaching. They were crediting Louis Rojas. And then obviously Trevino and, and Higgy instead of instead of Gary. But that's an awesome stat. They stole a lot more bases this year and they allowed a lot less. Steals. Got more athletic. Everything you've been talking about for years. Yeah, no, really, really Did cool. Did you know that Aaron Hicks, who promised us all 30 <laughs> home runs and 30 stolen bases, so at least 60 things had eight home runs and 10 stolen bases. <laughs> so he didn't even do half of what he promised us he did about 28 percent of what he promised us. he's not gonna be on the team next year they're gonna cashman's gonna it's funny because cashman's gonna have to go around begging people to take the contracts that he gave out for no reason like i want to pay hicks i want to take on donaldson's contract and then a year later just looking for takers yeah i don't know what he's gotta if they're gonna keep judge he's gonna come up with the money you already know, and we don't have to do this now. I, I guarantee you there's going to be a tweet from Heyman five days out. The Yankees are only focused on keeping Judge and will not upgrade any other areas of the team. You you know that's going to be the offseason. Oh, we had to give all our money to Judge. Well, I mean, where else are you going to upgrade? Third base. Shortstop. How? I mean, how? I don't know. I'm I mean, not a third GM. Base, third base. So third base, I think, is covered regardless because I think you – if you can find a way to move Donaldson where – what do you got to eat half? No one's paying him $13 million. Nobody's going to pay him $13 million. But no, I know what you're going to say. Move IKF to third and let Peraza play short. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be I'd be okay with that. And then, I, I mean, I know it's – we don't need to do this now, but I would like I, – I think there's a world where it makes sense to re-sign Benintendi, especially if you're going to dump Hicks. Like, I, I know he got hurt, but I really liked what he was going to bring to the table um, from the left side. But for contact. how many years are you going to hop? I don't know. Like three years, $35 million. He's only 27, 28. So he's getting three years. Yeah. Judge is getting, what, eight years? Judge wants eight, nine years. I think now he wants 10, but yeah, I think you can get judged. For, I, I still think you can get judged for like 280 over eight. I still don't think other teams are lining up to give a 300 pound guy 300 million. I, I just don't. What does 280 over eight come out to a year? Do it. 280 over eight. Calculator app. This is all happening live. This is how the sausage is. 280 divided by eight is 35 million a year. It's about, it's about there. Fucking awful contract. I know, no, it's going to be a disaster. It sucks he didn't just take the 213. It sucks he didn't just fucking get hurt this year. <laughs> yeah, of all the years. It'd be so much easier. I know, I know. He couldn't, do, he couldn't do this in fucking 18 or 19 and then just get fucking hurt at the end. It's so funny because this is the same. I remember being in eighth grade and having the same conversation with my dad about A-Rod. Like we knew – 2007, A-Rod had that MVP season, and it was like, we have to resign, and we have no choice now. And I remember sitting in my living room with my dad being like, this contract 
is going to be a disaster at the end. And it was. And this one will be, too, if they do it. And is it wouldn't it be fitting that Aaron Judge took A-Rod's roster spot? Wow, I didn't even think about that. That that really would be coming full circle. That was it. Like, Judge got called up when A-Rod got cut. Dude, that is that is so full circle. Also, I know it's the playoffs when we start recording and it's light out and then we're getting to the end and yeah, your I'm just, room is pitch yeah, black. I'm just sitting <laughs> it's like here the godfather in here. Yeah, I just like freak, I look like a ghoul. For I mean, there's no video of this. I'm also you know, we turn on like the heat in the house, so my no my allergies are bothering me. I sound nasally now even with it, but I'm doing this with a breathe right strip on. I look like Jerry Rice in the nineties just trying to catch passes <laughs> going over the middle. What's your uh so tomorrow or tonight, I guess, for those listening, any any special room you're planning to watch the game in, a special drink, special substance? Like what's your routine gonna be like tomorrow night? So I actually have to like adjust my entire life to be awake to record something after this, after the game. Like I can't just be falling asleep as the game you know, ends. That's gonna be uh, we're gonna do uh, fifteen minutes, I'm uh, like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, but how high can I be? Ah, uh, right, 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 right. Um, so, yeah, no, it does become like lockdown. Like the game's at seven thirty, right? Seven thirty-five, seven thirty-seven. Yeah. One of those. My kids have to be in bed by seven fifteen, and then yeah, I'll probably just watch sitting here in my office. This is one where it like it's on the TV, and I have my laptop with me. Like I'm tweeting from a laptop. Okay. Like, or I'm responding to tweets and in conversation from a laptop, and I have my phone to tweet anything that has like, I like bookmark videos like all year. I probably start tweeting from George's box during nice. the games. Nice. Good. Somebody, somebody should. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, I mean, I don't have a dinner plan. We're on a big. It's a, a leftover week. Um, I made on Friday, like slow cooker, like shredded chicken tacos. So we have a ton of like extra like that. Nice. I, I made, um, Chicago style Italian beefs on Friday. So oh, I've got nice. leftover that. And then Sunday, it was my daughter's first birthday party. So I've got like half a tray of like Primo's hoagie. Nice. You like Primo's? Like, it's decent. Like, it's not a New York deli, but for, like, you give me a party tray of, like, different sandwiches, I love it. Yeah, no, it's good. I No, I like them, too. So, uh, so this is a big grazing week in the house. But I know I know you're, like, a guy that you're either going to have no beers or 15 beers, but, like, any thought of having, I will like, not be dr- I, three or four to calm the nerves, nothing no, like that? No, okay. I've never had, unless there's a, a party in my house, I've never had three or four drinks. I know that's your thing. Yeah, I know, I know. I just don't drink at home. And it's not like a, like, I think if I'll do it, I'll be an alcoholic. It's just like, wait, fucking hang out with my wife. Like she doesn't want to be drunk around me either. Like of just like the two of us. That's just not us as a couple. Gotcha. It's, just, it's not like, it sounds like we like fight if we, we don't, it's just like, we're just not interested in it. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, that's fine. Um, but if it, like, if there was a thing, I like, yeah, I don't even know anyone that like, I would watch like, a game two with if I wasn't at the game on a Friday. Like there's no one to be like, all right, I'm going to go to the bar and watch it with. Like I just don't have any of those people. Yeah. It's different when you move to the burbs. Like for me, like Tom's girlfriend lives like 15 minutes from me. So I would okay. maybe hit, I would maybe hit him up, but I'll, I'll be at a wedding. So but I'll, no, I'm so I'll, go, I'll go, go watch with her. Just me and her like to watch together. <laughs> talk about how great 
talk about how great Tom is. She's a very sweet girl. Yeah, no, I am going. So I will be going to um, assuming we play the Astros games three and four of the LCS. They're Saturday and Sunday. So you have the first I have home games one and two. I'm just assuming it's going to be Houston. I'm hoping it's not. And that'd be incredible. And I'd have to like adjust my work schedule, but I would happily, happily do that. Cause I think, I think if it's Seattle, it's Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Um, Which makes it tough. But yeah, like if it's, uh, I would probably end up finding myself at that Saturday game. I actually have a question for you about tickets at StubHub. And if anybody else has, knows the answer to this, please hit me up. So I got, I bought tickets, me and my dad on StubHub for the game four. Sunday night because it was actually cheaper than what the Yankees were. They were like 400 level, maybe row two on the aisle, like, you know, decent for the playoffs. I got an email from StubHub saying the seller can no longer provide the tickets and they gave me replacement tickets, but it's in like a wheelchair only row. Yeah. Like if, if I take those tickets and me and my dad show up and neither of us have a wheelchair, like they our, give you a folding chair, but I don't have, so there's no, like, I'll be fine though. Yeah. No, you just show up and be like, Hey, listen, it, one, they have far more wheelchair seats than like people are buying tickets okay. in, and like so they have like the folding chairs where like yeah it's not ideal. I don't think anyone's gonna they're not gonna like lay down palm for you to walk on. But yeah. um, you're Jewish, so you probably I don't know joke. But um, no, I'm, I'm barely related. It's I'm, like a Jesus yeah. thing. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so <laughs> they um, that was Palm Sunday. Ah, gotcha. Okay. okay. That's why they call it that. Right. So maybe. Yeah, I believe so. Uh and then that's not real. So you show up, they'll give you the folding chairs. Um, and then yeah, if anyone like says anything, uh I you just be like, Yeah, I don't know. Like I bought some other tickets and then StubHub was like, Here are the tickets. I got here, I looked at it, here's where it says I am. I don't know what to tell you. Give okay. me a chair. All right. um, nice. We'll yeah, so I think you know, I we're doing like this weekend. We have like we're doing on Saturday, uh, boo at the zoo. It's like, you know, the kids wear their costumes, yeah, they get cute. candy. We go to the zoo. But, you know, it's got to happen before Halloween weekend. And I couldn't risk next weekend. So, like, this is the thing. This is a, like my wife thing. Like my wife organizes this, whatever. I went and bought the tickets so that I have for the ALCS. Oh, you're Saturday going to? No, no, I just assume oh, I gotcha. will. So I'm going to boo at the zoo this weekend. So I gotcha. have that set that weekend available. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. So I'm, I'm sure I'll see you, but no, it's exciting, man. This is, again, this is why we put in all that work, you know, stay up late and be miserable for a day or two. Like, I mean, I don't even want to think about how many hours we've put into watching this team, thinking about this team, podcasting about this team, but this is why we do it. This is our Christmas. I always tell people like, this is my Christmas. I tell everyone, this is my nervous breakdown. Like, <laughs> this is, oh, you thought I was crazy for checking the score and being on Twitter all the time during the season. Right. But luckily, I have, like, far less social interactions now that I live in the suburbs. So it's just like my wife has to deal with it. And she gets it. She's just like, yeah, you know, this is on. I, you know, I'm sure she'll watch with me. But just don't embarrass us, guys. Yeah, please, please. Yeah, at least at least win this round. Like, I, honestly, I'm kind of numb to losing. No, the win Astros. the World Series, but don't embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that's not winning the World Series embarrasses me. Gotcha. You'll, you'd be embarrassed if we got to the World Series and lost to the Dodgers in six games. You'd be, like, embarrassed about that? I, I wouldn't. I'd be so fucking angry. <laughs> just for, like, being this close. Also, the Phillies can't go further than us. That's another thing. Like, 
Uh, yeah. Like, Give me a Phillies Yankees World Series. I did been there, done that. I don't, I, there, there's way less upside for us. It's if, if there's a Phillies Yankees World Series, it is. I'll go to all, every game. I I I'll call bullshit on that. You will be miserable out there, up there, down there. Last time when we played them in 2009, I couldn't afford tickets. Like I was just out of college. Yeah. So I couldn't afford, you know, World Series tickets. So I had this girl show up at my house like right before I forget which game it was showed up at my house this chick I worked with she was like I went with this guy it was a game in Philly she was like I was supposed to go on a date with him through the game we showed up and his tickets were fake so I was like who do I know who's watching the game you so I got in a cab and like came here and like I wasn't like hooking up with this chick like it was just like a girl I know so I was like you know what fuck it like my roommates don't care about the game so we went to Fox and Hound yeah and it was whatever game we got destroyed in. Like we got uh, game we five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just sitting there, sitting at a table with her, hanging out. You know, what were you wearing? A jersey, jersey or just jersey. a hat? A Derek Jeter okay, jersey. Got some nice, nice. But I'm being respectful. Yeah. All of a sudden, I get hit on the side of the head with a um, spitball. Ah, uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? I turn, I get hit with another. You go. I walk over to the table. It's a couple guys. Their girlfriends, like maybe three guys, their girlfriends, and I just go, "Hey, listen, I get it. I'm wearing the Yankee thing. You guys are Phillies fans, you know. I, I get it. But uh, one, you guys are winning by uh, a lot. Uh, I'm being nothing but respectful here. I played it up like I was, you know, I was like, I'm here with a lady friend. Oh uh, yeah, just trying to, you know, being a gentleman. And they were like, All right, all right, we, uh, you know, we get it, we get it. We were just fucking around. I'm like, All right, cool. I go, I'm sitting there, I get hit with another spitball. Walk over, go, all right, guys, I get it. This is the last time I'm going to ask politely. And they go, all right, yeah, we don't want to fight. We don't want to get thrown out of here. I go, sit down, get hit with another spitball. I stand up, I walk towards him. Guy gets out because it was like the high top. Like, Yeah, uh, yeah, I know exactly. Yep, yep. Guy hops off and he goes, what are you going to do? I get right under his armpits and put him through the like the tables they had that were like uh, against the wall, like the boots. Like, there's like, people sitting there with food, and I just got under him like it was a uh, like football drill and put him in that table. Nice, good shit. And I'm expecting now to get pummeled. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming his buddies. So I do it, and I'm ready. Nothing happens. I turn around. Group of all. It, it had to be at least three other guys, all gripped up by these fucking massive dudes. I don't there. I think they're like security. They go, hey, we saw what happened here. We saw them fucking with you. We're the entire security staff at whatever the place is that next to what used to be McFadden's on third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had like a mechanical bull. They're like, we're the security team guys from there. We're Yankee fans and we're here watching the game. We saw them fucking with you. So like and one of them grabbed security. The whole table got thrown out. I threw this guy through the table. These guys were like, hey, here's our card if you ever need like a hookup, you know, yeah. whatever. That February, I threw a birthday party. I scheduled it at McFadden's, like an open bar thing. Show up, line down the block. They won't let us skip the line. I've got like a bunch of girls, like people came from like out of town. Precious so, building. So I walk right next door and I go, hey, is this guy here? Boom, they immediately set up like an open bar for us, get the whole wow. thing hooked up. Yeah. All right. 
But I'm surprised even with that. I mean, cool story. But even though getting spit at, now you want to go to, to the actual stadium. Dude, we, we were we spent a whole podcast talking about how miserable it was going there for a regular season game when they were in last place. And you're talking about going to a World Series game. I will drive the extra 20 minutes. Well, it's also different from different than you because you're we live in the opposite directions of Philly. So it's no, like a lot. Say, yeah. If the Yankees play in the World Series in Philly and I live here, I will get to those games. Sweet or bust. No, fucking, I'll sit wherever. Right, I don't have it. any connections here to like get into anything cool. Yeah, we had that prick that wouldn't give us a suite, and then a day before when he couldn't sell them, then he called yeah. us. Remember yeah, that? wouldn't let me buy a suite unless I bought three suites to the Marlins and the Pirates. And then, like, yeah, the week before, off. it was just like, hey, you can have the suite now. Too late, buddy. I bought tickets. Um, uh, yeah, that's all we got. Listen, hey, happy uh, getting through your day today. But it is, uh, it's playoff time. Follow Nick on Twitter at nkirbyny. Follow me at JJ from the Bronx. We'll be tweeting during uh, during the games. You can uh, follow at George's Box Pod. Maybe I'll send some tweets from there. But we will have a podcast uh, the morning after every game, just saying something. So we'll see you on those podcasts, or we'll see you at the parade. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.